UFC superstar Jorge Game Brad Masvidal, dude. What's going on, baby? What's up, everybody? Today we're switching things up and talking man to woman. Please welcome, please welcome on the show, singer, songwriter, social media star, Lauren Gray. We um, know you like the DJ. I am. Okay. <laughs> One ninety nine for a banana bag, bro. Gotta tell you about our presenting sponsor, dude. Goes by the name of Waterboy. We thank Waterboy for sponsoring the podcast today. With the holidays approaching, our sponsor, Waterboy, is here to help you prepare for those nasty holiday hangovers. There's nothing worse than feeling like the Grinch while everyone else in the family is rocking around the Christmas tree. Waterboy is a hydration powder and scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing comes anywhere close to fighting those Sunday scaries like Waterboy. With zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover will stand no chance, unlike their competitors. Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond just hydration to help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. And it's not just you, dude. Waterboy's hangover recovery formula makes a thoughtful stocking stuffer or a fantastic gift for your loved ones. Show them that you care about their well-being this holiday season. For this holiday season, our listeners will get 15% off your entire order with our exclusive link at waterboy.com mtm. That's waterboy.com mtm. It's time to ho, 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 hydrate. I told you, I dreamt about chugging Gatorade. You ever had those dreams? <laughs> I've had them a couple of times. And it's just yeah. like, I don't even need Gatorade. It's just, I just need something to drink. For me, it's Gatorade. But anyways, I wake up. I bring a pack of Water Boys, the grape kind, just recovery, you know, hangover, trying to ease that anxiety a little bit. Yeah. First thing, dude, I get down and go, you know, buy a big ass bottle of water and then just put that thing in there and dude, good to go. The next Ready hour after that. Yeah, okay. 30 to an hour after that, dude. My boy goes, what is that, dude? I said, it's water, boy, dude. You got to yeah, try this nice. thing out. But it's definitely good. That was my first time trying it. It's good. They got all different flavors. Go check them out. Way better than liquid IV, less sugar, uh, gluten-free, all that good stuff. Go check out Waterboy. Use our code. Support our sponsor, waterboy.com slash forward slash MTM. I've, I've talked about buying a house in Nashville for like six years. Guess who never bought a house in Nashville? Now it's twice as expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, you're doing some, uh, you just bought a home back in Oklahoma, right, dude? Yeah. Let's get into the podcast and we can get into it. We're, we're recording, dude, we're if you want to just go okay, into cool. it. <laughs> yeah, we do these yeah, soft opens. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Noah Erbski on the Man to Man pod. Let's get it. Well, I wanted to ask you this first. What's the nickname? Because I go by Twas, he goes by Hoopstar. Uh, Andy and Liam, but Herbski, what you got a nickname, dude, or what's going on? Uh, dude, I got a couple. Um, my last name's Herb. First name is Noah. So a lot of people call me Nerb. Nerb. Okay. Nerb. It, I like, it was, like I hated it at the hospital and in school. It's like the first initial last name. It was Nerb. I hated it. Now it's on my license plate. I don't really care. It sounds like uh, Herb. People call me Herb. What is it? No apparent reason boner. What was it? Nerb? No, is that what it is? Narb. 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 Narb is. Yeah, don't affiliate me with that. Uh, what about like a Danny boy, dude? Like going with the middle name, like uh, Daniel. I, when I get older, I might go by Daniel. I might use my full name. Yeah. Well, you go by your middle but name too, don't you? Sometimes. Once I get, but... I gotta. I'm not gonna go by my middle name until I have gray hair. 
Yeah. Or I'm I like it. Well, let's get into it, dude. Just bought a house, man. Uh, what's going on? Back in Oklahoma, back in your roots, and then we'll kind of just we're just gonna we're easy, dude. We'll we'll be all over the place with you. We'll talk about like you know life growing up with all of your siblings, being a twin. We like to just go into the recent stuff first, and then we'll get into the juicy stuff as to why a lot of people are probably watching this episode. So you bought a house. Congratulations, and also congratulations on being uh, engaged. What back in August? So congrats on a lot of new uh, chapters going on in your life. Kind of talk about it a little bit, dude. What's going on over there? Yeah, dude. Um, so I'm back in Oklahoma. I'm glad you guys are as sporadic as me. I feel like this podcast is going to get nowhere. We'll cover 50 points yeah, we'll, and never get we'll through. We'll figure it, it out but some way, dude. Back in Oklahoma, uh, got engaged to Abby from actually met her on Bachelor in Paradise. Kind of crazy, hilarious that, you know, that's my relationship is from a TV show, but it's legit. I love it. Uh, she's pretty normal. So, uh, we moved back, back here, um, got a house. We've been renovating. We're wanting to start getting into house renos, kind of full, full pivot into that. Uh, right now we're living in the house that we're renovating just, I think, because I don't know why we did that, but we're doing that. Uh, it's been exhausting, but it's sick. It's been cool. Um, you, so it's kind of like a house into a home, dude. That's why you're staying. Turn a house into a home. That's what I told her. Well, I mean, so the last year has been just so many things condensed into like, you know, the last five months, pretty much. I've only been back for about five months, but got a dog, got engaged, bought a house, moved back, renovated the house, still tried to do nursing, still trying to get some more houses. So it's just been madness. And then, you know, the house back that with you're, family. The house that you're in now, is that the house that you are building for yourself or is that one of your project houses that you'll no this will be uh this will be our long time home for a while okay. it's an awesome area um it's older it's big it's got a lot of character nice house just needs a little bit of touch up i was gonna ask what are you looking for when you see a home for me personally i gotta have a nice porch that's about it for me what are you looking for when you got that house Dude, I, for my house, like the house that I'm going to live at, which is this one, uh, we've got some turf in the back, right? So I like to golf. So I'm doing oh. all these projects. We had an agreement that I'll make it a chipping green, but now we did a full full turn. I'm going to turn this house into a spa. I want a hot tub. I want a cold <laughs> plunge. I want an yeah. infrared well, sauna. And then to reward myself for all this hard work, <laughs> I'm putting a golf simulator in the garage. Oh, so it's kind of like a double entendre. You got one inside, then you got one outside. No, the you... outside, the turf, we're just going to have it like the spa. No golf out there. Oh, okay. Because, uh, I mean, I like my house to, like, recharge. I stay pretty busy. I'm always doing something, doing too much. So I like my house to be kind of like my space. Are you are you close to uh, are you close to family? Or are you kind of saying I'm over here, you guys over there? You can come, you know, during Thanksgiving and Christmas, but that's it, dude. No, we're cool. My family, so I've got uh, ten brothers and sisters. There's I think like twelve nephews now. They're all under the age of five. Uh, Tulsa's pretty close. Everything's about fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes, because so many of the interstates that go through. Mm -hmm. uh, we're open door policy. I mean. We're super tight. That's been part of the struggle of coming back to Tulsa. As I've been doing, I did travel nursing for the last, um, if we can get into that, but last seven, eight years where I would just kind of bop back into Tulsa, say hi to family, say hi to some friends, you know, high school buddies, grew up here, then 
leave. So now we're back full time. So it's like, okay, I haven't seen half these people in four or six years. You know, my family I'll see when I come back for a month, but it's been like, now we're back. So now we want to see everyone. Now we want to see the family, but we're also like, we're trying to do a ton of stuff. So it's open door policy, but right. uh, yeah, still try to actually be productive. Yeah, well, let's let's take it back a little bit then on how you even got in the position that you are. I, I, I think it starts with, we, we like to timeline it up, but I don't think it starts with the beginning for you. I want to fast forward a little bit and you kind of mentioned it in terms of your career goal because I think you're very... From what I've learned from you, you're very career driven in terms of you like to, you know, have something on your plate and be very proactive about it. So how did you get into nursing? Because I think that's a big story that a lot of people, it's it's a, you know, a different field for a, a lot of people. So how did you even become interested in nursing and to begin with? That's a good question. I haven't really talked about it. And I think it's funny that I'm not going to say you guys convinced me to pour some Buffalo Trace, but as you asked me about being career goal oriented, I'm Dude, sometimes you need it, bro. <laughs> I, that don't, I, that don't, well, hey, that don't mean well, we're not working right now, dude. You know, <laughs> I can work and still and drink at, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, we're good. I got into it. So I was uh, homeschooled. Most of my family was actually homeschooled. That big classic homeschool family with the big red van. I got a twin, you know, kind of old fashioned. Uh, and then we started doing concurrent classes when I was like 16 with college. So didn't know what I wanted to do. Me and my twin were both like, we should be engineers, maybe go into the military. Like I thought it'd be cool. You know, both of us go special forces or something, one of those things. And my, um, and I'm like 16 at this point, 17. I don't know what I want to do. I'm playing RuneScape, Halo, and, uh, you know, talking to girls, working a bunch, right? So I said, all right, that sounds cool. Uh, My sister was a nurse who I kind of actually followed some of her footsteps. So I ended up doing the concurrent classes at the community college, didn't go to university. Um, and was like, if I get into nursing school, I'll do that. I've got like six classes. I had to do a bunch of summer school and night class and stuff like that. I was like, if I can bust it and get in, I'll give it a try. Cause I think it would be cool. Um, you know, I can help people. It's super like complicated in the ICU and stuff like that. So I got in, I had some clinicals and I had a few clinicals that were like super special to me where, you know, I had the same patient for a month and I was like, okay, this is cool. I don't know what I'm doing, but this is cool. If I know what I'm doing, I think I'll love this career path. So I just stuck with it. Um, Then obviously I I didn't have like the, a lot of nurses are like, I got into nursing because I felt called and um, you know, it's helping people and that's great for them. Mine was not like the twilight story. Mine was more like I grew into it. Uh, a lot of people tell me you would be a good nurse or, you know, you like to help people. What about this? So then I got into it and I was like, I actually love this. This is super cool. I do feel fulfilled by the end of the day. I'm going to go all in. So I, uh, you know, started nursing fast forward. Twin did go to the military. He did go to be an engineer. I did my own thing. Um, And I always said, I was like, I think I was 18. We're at a party at my house. I used to live in a barn that I renovated back my parents' property. Super cool. And I remember being like, 
uh, I'm going to go into nursing school. I'm going to be a travel nurse or a nurse anesthetist. I'm going to travel as much as I can. Uh, I'm going to make the most of it. So fast forward a couple of years, I got my experience. Everyone told me not to quit my job because you need like a few years of experience, blah, blah. Quit my job, went to Europe for a month, packed my car up, drove to California, started travel nursing and did that. I mean, it was awesome. And it's been awesome, but you know, you work contracts. I'd finished my three month contract, go to a different country. Um, and I was just kind of living my life, uh, making the most of it, loved where I was at, made good money, uh, kind of branched out of Oklahoma. Cause I know if you don't leave Oklahoma, you stay in Oklahoma. I always wanted to come back to Oklahoma after getting to branch out a little. And, uh, then my little sister says, uh, Hey, we're at a bachelor party. We want to nominate you for um, the bachelor and her friend. I was like, go ahead. Cool. Sounds good. If it works out, it works out. So like four months pass by, I get a, a phone call that basically is like, Hey, we saw your profile. We want you to come in for an interview. And I was already in LA. So got off the shift, you know, I'm like my fifth, fourth shift straight. I'm cracked out on coffee. I'm like sweating, you know, uh, interview went good. They were like, we want you on the show. I was like, cool. We went to go to the mansion and there was this thing called COVID that was being talked about. And then all of a sudden they were like, Hey, um, show's canceled. Trump declared a national emergency. We're just going to have to put it on hold. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I shot my shot. I just went back to normal life for me. I went back to travel nursing um, and that was a whole other thing. COVID nursing was insane. We can have a podcast just about that, but it was crazy. And I kind of just forgot about the show. I made crazy money. I worked crazy hours. None of it made sense to me. You know, I was just kind of like, there's a weird time where nobody knew what COVID was. I was working in the COVID ICU. Uh, a lot of it was strange and life carried on. And then they, uh, that was the first time that I kind of heard about travel nursing being so popular was in 2020 and people, people are just still, like you're saying, making crazy money, but also working crazy hours and being a situation that you've never even been in before. I mean, I got to a point where, um, I think there were some contracts where I was making and this blew up on, uh, yeah, at that time period, everyone's like, nurses are making a million dollars because there were contracts where I was making 10 grand a week. And, you know, I was working 80 hours and it really wasn't safe. There were all the, a lot of the regulations got pushed out. It's kind of just like, try to keep the patient alive. Uh, don't have a lot of supplies because of all the supply chains cut off and people want to stockpile supplies and it was just crazy, but the money was good, but it got to a point where it was like, dude, I could hardly function. I mean, like my mental capacity was like super low, just I'm exhausted. And a lot of it is like. I, I, I want to go back because I already know there was a night in Europe when he went back there or when you went to Europe, there was, you knew you were good at travel. You knew you were good at what your profession was. You go to Europe. There's gotta be that one night you're on a couple tea, a couple of, you know, wine glasses deep. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to California. Cause you hear a lot of people go to California for acting, but it's, it's nursing. I don't know if you hear, I don't know if that's like very popular to do or not. What was the night in Europe, dude? You had one night where you're like, I'm going to go do this, dude. I'm going to go oh, do yeah, this. Oh, yeah, buddy. There's a couple of them. One of them is on a rooftop in Rome. 
ended up um, meeting some people, ended up finding a, a party. Then we like carried it into the night. I ended up on this rooftop kind of like overlooking Rome, just drinking a bottle of wine, you know, like you said. And I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to just head home, say, say what's up to my family, you know, and then do what I always said I was going to do. Cause I'm the type of person that I just tell myself I'm going to do something. I tell everyone around me, I'm going to do something just to hold myself accountable. Cause I'll go to the next thing, you know? So I've been saying, I'm going to do this the whole time. And yeah, it was a rooftop night in Rome towards the end of the trip where I was like, I'm doing it. It's going to work out. Um, I only had a couple hospitals that liked my experience enough. Cause I only had like a year and a half and, um, yeah, I just hit the road, thought about it on the way, drove up to Sonoma wine County, started at a small hospital, made sure I had my bearings and cause it's a lot of adjustment, but yeah, there was a night, a rooftop night where I was like, uh, all right, I, I knew there was, do I'm doing it. You know, I'm like, we always get those thoughts in our head. We're like laying down. It's ourselves in our own head. Like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna go do that. Oh, the funny thing is I was with strangers and I don't have any of their contact information. I don't know who they are, but it turned into all of us. uh, They're like six of us all being like, yeah, wait, you're doing that. This is what I always said I was going to do. It's like we started feeding off of each other and hopefully they all did what they said they were going to do. I ended up doing what I said I was going to do. But before we get into the whole bachelor stuff, what about your other siblings growing up at the age of 18, 19? You said your twin did the whole military thing, but what about your other siblings? Did they kind of feel the same way with your family just being so big all around each other all the way growing up? My family's crazy because uh, there's eight boys. I mean, now everybody's somewhat successful, which is kind of crazy. Everyone's doing well. They've all got their own family. And statistically speaking, none of that should really happen. You know, just grew up super poor. We all grew up poor. Parents loved us. But it was kind of like, if you want something, you're going to, we can't afford to pay for it. So if you want it, work for it. We'll try to help you get there. Uh, But you got to pick up the slack on your own. So my whole family, I mean, everyone's got their own niche. We've got some other medical people, some builders, firefighter, kind of random doctors, kind of spread out, but we were kind of like, we all lean on each other, but if you want something, you get it. So it's like work on the weekends. I worked all throughout school. I did, I uh, can't get in trouble for this now, but I took my dad's uh, Uber account. I made an Uber account, used his ID, changed the picture, used his car. Cause I wasn't 25 and I would pick up my buddies, you know, at the bar work until like two, four study when it was slow, go to class on Monday. Like everyone just kind of did what they had to do. And if you wanted it enough, I mean, it, it works out, but yeah, the whole family's got their own different venues that they got into and I, everyone's doing well. It's kind of cool being back because we're all older, you know, we're all still super tight, but you know, everyone's got their own thing going on. We've done the whole, we both done the whole Uber thing, dude, for years, dude. Like COVID, I was working Uber, Liam was working Uber up in Indy and, yeah, I mean, it's not bad money, dude. I will say I mean, that was – go ahead. What, uh, one of the hardest decisions for me was uh, not going to university because that's – everyone's in high school. You want to go hang out with your friends. You want to party. You want to get your degree, and then, you know, you'll get your job in four years. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest things for me was not going to university because I said I don't want – I'm not going to have any student debt. I mean, I don't have much money, but I'm not going to have student debt. So I, like, even sold some of my books – it was like 
that was a real testing period for me because I was missing out on a lot of fun uh, at that time, you know, 18 year old kid. Yeah. But I was still always like light at the end of the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel. Like this seems dramatic, you know, at, at that time, like you're missing out on so much, but it was always like in two years, in three years, I'm not going to be in school. Some of these guys will still be in school. Yeah. I'll be traveling, making the kind of money I want to make, working when I want to work. Revo Sunglass is the go-to brand for premium eyewear that perfectly blends style and performance. Whether you're hitting the slopes, exploring the trails, or just soaking up the sun, Revo has got you covered with their cutting-edge polarized NASA lens technology that offers unparalleled clarity and protection. Head over to www.revo.com or click the link in the episode description to score some amazing deals on their latest collection. Experience the difference with Revo's sleek designs, durable build, and advanced lens coatings, making every adventure clear and more vibrant. From vibrant urban streets to the great outdoors, Revo sunglasses will have you looking sharp and feeling confident wherever you go. Visit www.revo.com or click the link in the episode description to upgrade your eyewear game today. That's www.revo.com for the best deals on top tier eyewear. Trust us, your eyes will thank you later. My eyes thank myself right now. Thank you. The big family that you have, is that drive kind of built from how you grew up in terms of you just got to make it for yourself or how do you explain internal drivenness and not the runescape you can't say runescape because that it, yeah. it, that drove me a little bit eight ten hours a day i was homeschooled yeah. we you playing call of duty i'm like i can go to the military dude you know yeah uh i mean the drive i don't think i have any specific special drive i don't think i'm like some crazy special person but Wait, how old me, are you dude uh, i just turned 29 Okay. Yeah. 27, 29. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm getting old, but I think everybody to some extent has to lean on how they were raised. It can be good. It can be bad. I have stuff that I didn't like how we were raised, but the good was, um, we were ingrained with like core values and my parents tried to like instill that in us, but they can't make a person. You can't make somebody be who they are. You can help them get there. Then the rest is on them. So I guess a lot of the drive comes from like just a few core values and it's like make or break, you know, cause well, you grew up very religious, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I lean on my family and my faith is a lot of, a lot of stuff. Cause I know those two things aren't going anywhere. So I'm like, if I do this, I'll have help if I need it. Like if I fall, you know, or whatever, it doesn't work out. That's always there. Oh, sorry. I'm getting a call. He can join the pod too, dude. <laughs> you don't want him on the pod. Uh, <laughs> that's always there, but it's, it's, I mean, I guess I'm trying to say like it was instilled in us early on. And then it was something that you kind of just like, what are the other options? Like, what's my other option is like, I can say I want something. And if I really want it, you know, there's all this stuff going on, but I'm always low key working towards it. So like my close friends will be like, you're a lot more methodical than everyone thinks. Everyone thinks I'm just kind of like this wild child running around doing what I want, you know, travel nursing, going to the next thing. But, um, there are some, you know, older, closer friends that I said, these were some of the things I wanted to do, you know, like with them and we'll say, here's what we want to do. And I never let go of that's what I wanted to do. I was going to say, cause I think that's what I've picked up especially being a little more older like you can be looked at like that as like on the outside of like hey i'm kind of a rebel child but 
I know from doing a little bit more research is like, this is kind of what you wanted to do. And you're kind of living out your dream in terms of that. So I respect it. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird place to be in. Cause I'm like, ah, I'm back. I said, I'd leave, come back. Yeah. Start buying houses, you know, travel, live, this, live it up uh, the mess I could. That's, that's my story that's too, like, a little bit. That's kind of why I draw a little bit of like connection with you. I like, I left, I said I'll be back. Now I'm back, and I'm kind of doing on that path now of like, hey, I'm doing what I want to do now, and I want to do this and that, and it's kind of like yeah. full circle. Let me just well, it's like lock if you, in. If you don't grow up, dude. I mean, we're in Nashville, bro. It's like everyone's moving here, and it's like Liam's a little bit of a big bro to me too. He's like, dude, you gotta stop going out, and I'm like, I don't even have fun going out. I'm from Nashville. I went to University of Tennessee. Like, I've done Broadway since I had a fake ID at the age of 18. I'm 27. Like, Damn I've man. seen it, dude. Like, I don't need to go to the new Morgan Wallen bar, dude. You know? When I was 22, I was like. All right, I did everything I wanted. And that sounds crazy, but I was like, I feel like I did. I mean, aside from like the crazy stuff, I was like, I'm content. That's why going on The Bachelor, I was like, this could work out, this could not work out. Worst case scenario for me is I go back to what I was doing and I love what I was doing. So that was kind of also like, why, I mean, why not? And that, I mean, to segue into your question is, it's a like a blessing in disguise how I grew up because your fallback was what are my other options? I could always have just stayed, you know, working in the restaurants, making my sometimes hundred an hour, sometimes good money. But I'd see those 35 year olds when I was 20, still doing that, taking their smoke breaks, probably doing Coke in the bathroom. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, so it's like, if, if I don't do what I, I, if I don't find something that I really want to do, and try to formulate a plan to do that, what are my other options? Because I can always be mediocre. Bro, the bartending life, the bartending life, I've been there too, dude, even post-COVID. I was post-COVID, I, well, I moved to Chicago after school at Tennessee to try to get out of Nashville. COVID hit, came back, and then I was a bartender at my college job on uh, DeMumbria. It's like Midtown Nashville. But yeah, kind of like you were saying, like my managers, 35, 40, pushing 45, they're like, dude, it is so hard to get out of this, like out of the bartending scene. The cycle. I hate this right now, bro. I'm like 23 years old, bro. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. But there was no other, no one was hiring. So I just had to deal with that for a sec. But I feel like everyone should work in the service. I agree. I'm going to make my kids do it. Yeah. I'm going to make them. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm a big advocate of do what you got to do till you can kind of be where you want to be. I've worked so I've probably worked every job you could think of. You know, I've, I've uh, cleaned hangers in the airport at four in the morning, have clearance for that for no reason. You know, I've sold furniture, I've done landscape, I've done everything I could, but all those things were like, okay, it's going to end with travel nursing and I'm going to get into real estate and then maybe have my own business, blah, blah, blah. But it's just do what you got to do until you can, I mean, be where you kind of want to be. So I respect the hustle. It's just, it's so easy to be like, I'm making my money. I don't really love this job. And then either hopping jobs or, you know, kind of losing sight of what you actually want. Well, let's get into The Bachelor then. Um, Because that was kind of a big, people say stepping stone or like a, you know, path or a chapter in somebody's life. But what was that for you? Was that a chapter? Was it a stepping stone? How do you look at The Bachelor in terms of the story, just getting into reality TV? Was that a... And getting back into it too. Because there was a pause right there, right? Yeah. What What was was that? Yeah. 
dude, I look at it just like I look at everything else. Uh, it's just a chapter. It's a cool story that I want to look back on, tell, you know, my kids. Now my soon-to-be wife is part of that chapter, so it's like, that's funny. That's cool. Like, this is weird. This is kind of a one-off. But for me, it was, it was uh, for one, a shock. Because I'm, I mean, I actually kind of grew up. People would used to call me uh, Cali boy. Yeah. No, I do. I'd never, I'd never even been to California, but, uh, you know, I used to get jokes like, Oh, you're going to be on TV. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, but looking back at it is it catapulted me. I mean, my trajectory has always been the same, but it just expedited it and it was crazy. And there's a lot of good and a lot of bad that comes with it. But I just view it as like, you know, another chapter, a funny story. I'm just adding it to the Rolodex kind of thing. Well, take um, us through that pause and getting back into the show. Well, the, so the pause, um, pause is interesting because I was mid contract and I don't like to burn contracts for nursing because if it's a big hospital, it can come back and bite you. Um, so the opportunity came back up. It just perfectly happened that my contract ended like that same week that they wanted to, uh, it was COVID to so sequester us and stuff. Um, but I was at that point just exhausted. You know, I'd been doing COVID nursing for over a year. I'm burnt out. Um, and then they're like, you can be on this TV show. I'm like, great, let's do it. I mean, that sounds crazy, but that was like my mental escape. And I was 25. I was the youngest one there by a decent amount. I had no idea it would be what it was. You know, I didn't expect to be like the gunslinger young one with the mustache that came in late and all that. Um, but it's You're not fan too far favorite. Off. You're yeah, no fan, fan favorite. favorite. Gil yeah. I mean, no. it's not, it's not too far off of like, okay, this checks out. But the editing <laughs> of it was like, I mean, I thought the editing was hit or miss a lot of it. I think it kind of like got twisted into a certain thing. And I was like, that's out of my control. I mean, that is what it is. You know, I just didn't check Twitter for a couple of weeks when people didn't like me, but life moves on, you know, then post show, it started to turn around for me. More people liked me, more people didn't, but the editing, I looked at it and was like, that's not as bad. I don't really care. But initially it was like, I'm using a, a reality TV show to find a wife as a break from what COVID nursing has been. This is bound to be either really great or it's going to crash and burn. I'm going right. to look like a dick. Well, it sounds like you were kind of just more realistic about going into a bachelor or a bachelorette type of show because that's that's at the top of the list. And we, we've you're like the third person, the third week in a row, third person in a row that we've had on that came from that type of experience. And all three of them been like, yeah, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Like we're we're not going really on the show to really find a wife because how realistic is that? And then you get stuck into the show. And you're like, wait, is am I getting mind fucked right now? I do really like this girl. I am in love. Like, take us through that little like transition of you being like, I'm gonna kind of just go on the show, but now I'm totally in love with this person. I want the record to show that I think um, I think the show is a psychology experiment. Yeah, totally it is. For to sure. gain an intel, um, but it was a trip because I'm the type of person that I'm there's only a few things that I really care about. Like I'm not going to get in your face about hardly anything. I kind of let people do what they do. I do what I do. There's a few things where I'm like, no, or yes. But for the most, I'm like, I'm down, you know, as long as it's not going to hurt me, hurt somebody else. So for the show, I was like, am I going to get married on TV? 
probably not, but see what happens. Like I'm down. And are you a lover boy? Like what are your past relationships look like? Uh, uh, he, he definitely, he's a lover boy. I could tell it. Have you been right in now. love before, dude? Before that point? <laughs> I've been in love before. I've been in love before. Yeah. But I think, dude, it sounds weird. I, I hate sounding so old all the time because I'm not that old. I really think there's different kinds of love. Like your first love, if you're lucky, that's your only love, right? Most of the time, that's not the case. But your first love, you're going to get some heartbreak. Second love, you're going to use those lessons and probably be a little bit closed off. Third love, you're more ready, that person, and you fit more. Uh, my, I never really dated I only officially dated like one girl that I said, first girl I said, I love you too. You know, long story short, it didn't work out, but, uh, you know, moving on from that, uh, I kind of just talked, I kind of was like, I'm not dating anyone. I wasn't just, I was trying not to just date around, have sex. It's not my thing. I was more like, uh, you know, it's me. I'm here. I'm going to be straightforward. I'm not dating. I just want to have friends. If it works out, you know, if we have fun, and that's my younger self. But as I got older, I'm like, for Abby's instance, I was like, this chick is very normal. She's beautiful. Um, and our lives could actually mesh outside of this. For the Tasha, the bachelor aspect, there's a lot of conversations that weren't shown that, uh, you know, me were in Tasha, where I was like, I don't think our lives would work out after this. Because I'm not... I don't want to stay in the reality TV space and only go to events and like make that me because it's draining and it kind of hollows you out a little bit as a person. You know, you leave your friends, your family, you're, you're doing more and more and more. And for the bachelor, I was like, I don't know if I could even see myself outside towards the end, marrying, like being at this stage. And that, that is what it is, but the feelings were still there. That's what's weird is you're like, I, I mean, this chick in me, like, I haven't felt this kind of feeling in a long time, but it's like a Petri dish. You know, that's all you're thinking about. And you're competing against other guys who are all studs and you're talking about the same person. It's a weird dynamic, but I mean, had it had worked out, I would have given it a shot. It's just hard to tell. Cause you don't know who that person is. You don't know what they want to do with their life. You don't know if they want to stay and do events, get into books, podcasts, things like that. You don't even know if that's what you want to do because the show's not over, you know, but you're just trying to like figure it out for the 10 minutes you talk. And then you kind of hold on to like, okay, that actually aligned with what I wanted. I'll talk to her tomorrow for another five minutes. So it's this weird, like kind of dangle game. And then as it gets to the end, it's like, are we doing it? Like the feelings are there, you know, you've got producers and stuff and different angles and you don't really get to think about it until you go home. And you're like, what was that? Like all that was real, but it was just like a strange, like it's exponentially higher. Every, all the stakes were higher. The feelings were higher. It was just like a super like condensed version of what your previous last few years of love have been like. I think the biggest question is, do you know Abigail is going to be on paradise? And is that why you did that in the first place? Or are you just kind of parlaying as I would like to say another you know, back to back, you know, reality TV show, let me give this another try. Or how does that kind of work out? Do you know that she's going to be on that show or kind of? I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and be like, Oh, I won't only went on to paradise for love. It's a, you've already done reality TV, 
you're right, open right. to it. You're like, you want to find somebody. Yeah. Um, cause you know what that experience is or you think you do. And Abigail is somebody that I had actually met or I, I DM'd her on, on, uh, when I saw her on TV, super like friend zone, whatever, <laughs> wish the best for you kind of thing. Cause I, uh, you know what you're doing, dude, you know what you're doing. I don't want to get, t- I don't want to get tied up in this, like super, like ruin the potential relationship. Cause you guys had been talking before or whatever. Mm. So for me, it was like, all right, I went on the bachelor paradise is more girls. It's on the beach. It's fun. Food, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. You hidden abs before you going or what? I was trying. Yeah. I was trying. I mean, it's when I, a uh, big part of nursing after the show that I never talk about is like, you're kind of famous in a weird way. Like even if people don't know you, they recognize you. So a lot of nursing right after the show was like, I could, it was hard for me to nurse cause you've got, other nurses talking to you and yeah. like it's about the show and i'm like dude i'm here to work in some of the patients but for the paradise i was like abigail someone i met but we never it was very friend zony we met in new york with a bunch of people um and i thought she was beautiful i told the producers i want to be on early i want to see abigail see if it fits if not you guys can get your uh, cowboy to have some fun and go wild on the beach. I don't <laughs> like that. I don't want to do, I mean, I don't want to just get crazy. I want to lock it in with one person, give it a full shot. And if it works, hell yeah, that's kind of what I came here for. But if not, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to stir up some drama kind of thing. But uh, for the Abigail thing, I, it was weird because on the show, I could never tell if like, the show and the powers that be wanted us as a couple or not. Cause there's so much going on on the beach. And I'm like, I just want to talk to her, figure it out. But yeah, she was the number one list. I said that from the beginning, it wasn't like, if she's not there, I'm not going to go. It's just like, if I'm going, I want her to be the first person that I could talk to. So on that note though, also, are you having like side conversations with her of like, yeah, this is kind of a competition and yeah, we're trying to, you know, you know, mingle and get to know, are you like locked in? Like, Hey, you know, we both have really good, strong interests in each other. Like fuck the show almost, you yeah. know what I mean? Like fuck the show. Like, let's just have a happy every after Like, well, is that mean, the conversation well, how, how do, for the people that don't know? How does the show work? Um, I mean, they're all uh, paradise works where you have different guys and girls. Most of the ones that are on initially on the beach are a little bit have higher notoriety or more fan favorites. They're always going to bring in. They're always going to bring in people that you maybe wanted to talk to later on always. So it's like, do you, do you wait it out? Maybe you don't put all your eggs in the basket. Do you do this? For Abby and I, it was pretty, it was pretty straightforward because I'm like, all right, if I actually want to give this a go after, and we don't talk about this stuff, even if it is screw the show, but I'm not an idiot. And I'm not going to say screw the show while I'm on the show. Right. Right. Like we like tried in to sneak away. Well, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking this is my life. This is not like, this is awesome. What I'm getting to do this opportunity is cool. Getting to go on TV, have fun, meet a bunch of people right. could fall in love at the end of it. But at the end of the show, I'm going back home. Like this is my life, you know? So it's like kind of a, uh, back and forth with yourself and who so me and abby we would try to sneak away and have combos without cameras 
but they'd come stumbling on the beach, you know, falling over on the sand, trying to get a shot of us. See, that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. Just the, yeah, you know, yeah. no, we did. I mean, we talked about it. It was like, Hey, I like you. I'm not going to say I love you. Cause we've hardly known each other, but I mean, the feelings. And how, how, how long, how, what's the duration of that show? How long are you filming for? Less than a month. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. But then I asked that because at the end of it, isn't it kind of like an engagement? Like, it, or do you just go home, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend? Well, we had talked to, we had a weird disconnect on the, on paradise because towards the end I was like, uh, I talked to her and was like, I'm not going to get engaged at the end of this. I mean, I wanted to like, that's sort of the intention, but I was like, I never planned on getting engaged. I plan on dating. We'll do long distance. If we have to, we'll make it work like a normal relationship, but an engagement would have been a lot for me. I felt like, so um, I mean, we talked about it. We were straight up about it. And then towards the end, I'm like, I'm going to get ready to say, I love you. And, you know, at that point, there's already so much drama going on. She's got people in her head. I've got people in my head and I'm exhausted. Like towards the end, I'm like, I just, I'm, I want to go home and sleep, drink some wine and get in my hot tub. You know, like I'm just tired. That's kind of what it was at the end, but it's weird. Cause I'm like, but uh, I don't know if this is my mind talking, my heart talking, the show, being on the show, you know, all these weird things. I still, I mean, the feelings are still strong for this girl, like show or not show. Is it enough for me to be like, I'll forget about it. Or what I did was, you know, we ended up breaking up and then I was like, let's give it a shot in real life. Like I'll, I'll fly out to Oregon or whatever. Now, do you have to break up? Is that kind of what it is to get out of there? I never, I never got a, I never thought about the answer enough. It wasn't like a, we didn't have to break up. It wasn't like me pulling out, but it was like, I'm trying. And I felt like I was trying and trying and trying. And I had a lot of things against me, I guess. And I was like, what can I, I mean, I want to give it a shot, but I can't do that here. That's I was going to say towards the end. That's what it was is again, are those, you know, private conversations happening with her? Of being like, hey, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to dip out. Like, this isn't for me. The I'm done with the reality TV. But I'm gonna hit you up next week. Yeah, I'll hit you with a friendly no, DM. Yeah, no, no, it really wasn't. It was, uh, it it wasn't me being like, I'm gonna dip out. It was me being like, listen, we're both kind of like we're we were both frustrated because right. we never got to finish the conversations that we're getting deeper and where like the stuff we were trying to talk about and you know like the the conversation where i said i love you she said she never heard me right that was like my final straw because i was like all right i'm trying to do all these things and she's trying to do all these things and it's just not it wasn't working and i'm like is it the environment or is it us so that's the weird dynamic because oh, like, is it the fact that it's on the show or are we not compatible right so towards like, the end once once she said uh, once she never said, I love you back. And it was, you know, then I'm talking to producers, like, what are we doing here? Like, what am I, what am I doing here? Yeah. At that point it was like, I, for better, for worse was like, I'm just getting out. That was, this sounds crazy, but that was one of the most attractive things about Abby that I mentioned all the time was I was like, this girl seems normal. Like yeah. this, I'm not worried about like, is she into me for followers? That was never a thought that crossed my mind. Like, are we going to be a Instagram couple? Right. Never once crossed my mind. 
And so that's like a green flag for me. That's a good sign. But I think the girls get let off easy on the show. Okay. I think every girl, I mean, down to psychology, all of the girls, maybe not all the guys, but all the girls want to find somebody, right? Right. But I think they get, they don't get as much slack as, or they get a little more slack for guys because you don't expect the girl to be playing the game. Well, guys are just easier to hate because there's more of a female audience for that type of show, right? And guys, I mean, we get to the point where we're, we just don't care. We're destructive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how many times do you do something and then you're like, mm, and you're like, F it, yeah. and you do it, right? Yeah. Every day of my life. Every day. My- <laughs> all day. But for I- the girls, I mean, it's interesting because you're like, okay, we all say we're wanting to find a relationship. We all know there will be our life is different after this show for better or for worse. I don't know, but there will be probably sponsorships unless you didn't have a good light on the show. Yeah. You will get notoriety for in public. Like these are all things you talk about. And for me personally, I was like, that's stuff that I will have to bring up. And we talked about it, but I need to figure out like, are you staying in Oregon? Am I staying in Oklahoma? Are you cool to come to Oklahoma? Are we going to move to LA? What do you want to do in 10 years? Like those are the conversations that we were very like insistent on having. Cause I would, di- I did want to give it a shot. I was crash or burn kind of, uh, I mean, that was my like mindset crash or burn. I'm going to do it or it's going to not work out. I didn't want to, I really didn't want to break up with Abigail on TV one. Cause it made me sad. She's a sweet girl. And then there's always that thought in the back of your mind. You're like, everybody loves her. You're going to look like a dick regardless. At this point. She, she was up for the the Bachelorette, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of it, but dude, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of it, but I definitely watched Tasha's season, Colton's. Um, and Abigail was definitely like, I mean, I had my eye on her too. I was like, I thought she was from Chicago, right? Is she a Chicago girl? <laughs> she was living in New York was why she was living in New York, but mm. she's Oregon. And that was one of the things is I had heard that Abby's from New York. She's a party girl. These are things that I had heard. And I'm like, that's not who I want to end up with is a big city party girl. Yeah. So then the more I talked to her, I'm like, Oh, that's not really actually what she's like. So then it made it easier, but then, you know, you're still on the show. All Looking right. back, if I'd have known we were getting back after, I would have gotten the ring, the free ring. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I was, damn, I didn't think about that. They give you the free ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put you up on vacation. I would, we could have done all that. But I will say something I'm glad that we did is our breakup was real. Uh, it looks, all of our editing looked really funny. Our storyline didn't make sense to me on Paradise. But all those conversations were real. I don't cry much. You know, I cried. It hurt me. But I was just I was just done. I just wanted to go home towards the end. So once you're done, once once you're off the show and then let's fast forward a little bit, what is the reintroduction? And then what are you like in your mind, like in terms of life, where are you after that? Like, are you back of like, all right, let me start this nursing thing again. Or, you know, let me try to get into what I'm passionate about. Check the DMs maybe. Or, or is there other side of like, let me try to get, you know, rekindling of 
you know, Abby or are you hitting other girls up? What What is yeah. that like vision after their every, all the reality? I mean, I wish I could tell you I got off the show and I did everything perfect <laughs> and I set myself up for success yeah. and I was like, you know, eyes on the prize, going on over there, and I'm like, I'm going to use this to fulfill my goals and all. Dude, it's the weirdest feeling because I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I know a lot of people, but I'm not, I'm not used to a lot of attention from strangers and DMS from chicks and getting free stuff. And like, just kind of getting sucked into that side of things. Cause the further you go that way, it, it's fun. And it's like, dude, it's like a hot flash in the pan, but then you're like, what's this going to be in five years? So I wish I had that thought the entire time, but I went back to Utah and rode a motorcycle around, played golf, and was like, what was that? Like, I'm still thinking of Abby, um, but does she even want to talk to me? Question real quick. Are you breaded up at this point, or they don't pay you to be on those shows, correct? Uh, it's it's not a whole lot. I mean, you can yeah. you can uh, kind of negotiate, but that's not the reason to go on. It that's is, why, it is well, a vacation he, he was making He was making 10000 a week. Yeah, he was breaded up before yeah, going on the show. Come sure, on, dude. He had some saved in the bank, huh? <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing, though, is you're like, okay, the world's open, right? And this, I got here a lot faster than I thought I would with potential things I could do. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to start responding to these random chicks in L.A. that look hot, that aren't going to get me anywhere? Am I going to, like, lock it down, focus on my career, pursue abby am i like it was a mix and match for me i i mean i don't have any regrets for anything over the last my whole life really but uh it was it was a weird situation because yeah you're flooded with dms from girls um you're flooded with opportunities to maybe make money but you still like in your core have that like you're just a small town dude who likes this girl on tv you broke up and you think you like her but was that part of the show or was that real life? And I also am getting hit up by these other people and have opportunities in LA and all this stuff. So for me, I try to just cut everything off, golf, spend time with myself, think about what I want to think about um, and not, <laughs> not be an idiot. So That's what, what it came the, down to is don't be an what, idiot. What was the light switch that was like, all right, let me, you know, let me change my life a little bit and get back on track and maybe you know pursue something that was that was great or you know in terms of relationship i mean it, the 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 switch is you can go on the show and the show uses you for sure but you can also use the show right i'm not gonna fight the show i'm i'm glad i'm glad for the bachelor franchise bachelor in paradise all that it it helped me get you know to a different stage in my life but it, the switch was like, I can use all this to do something for myself that I know I'll look back in five years and be like, I'm so glad I didn't just dick around and go to LA parties and bang a bunch of girls and make my money off of uh, protein powder, mm -hmm. you know, yep. <laughs> yep. Instagram brand deals. Yeah. And Shout out if somebody wants to do that, no, yeah. If, if, and I've done, I've done some of those things. Right. But it's like, there's a point where it's like, none of these things are working for like, none of these things are doing anything for me. And that's cool, but I don't know. I don't want to be 35 still hopping on shows. And I'm not dissing anyone that is 35 hopping on shows. 
but I don't want to, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to just use this, get everything I want and then be like, okay, I'm 35. Now what I want to do. I want to like find a, find a girl that I, I love. She loves me. We work together and not get distracted to where I got to that point, you know, to the point where I was like, Hey, Abby, I want to give this another try. You know, like it's worth it to me to at least try because on the show, I felt like a lot of things were out of my control, but when I'm off the show, I have a lot more control. I can control, you know, our conversations. I can control to see if we work out and I'd rather make sure her and I don't work out versus me being like, we could have worked out. There's that girl on TV, you know, it could, it, there was potential. I wanted to make sure for a fact there was no potential or there was. So it was kind of like, all right, dude, this could be good. Let's give it a shot. And none of these things are serving you. Like none of these things are helping me. I did get back in the hospital. I didn't like it. It was weird to me because it wasn't about nursing for a while, you know, and you see like somebody take a picture of you in the ER. I walked into, I walk into the ER and I see myself on TV. I'm like, I mean, it's funny and it's cool, but it's just not nurse. It's not what I got into nursing. Well, for. tell us the juice, dude. How'd you get back with her, bro? Oh, Abby, I, uh, I flew out. Her parents got a cabin in Oregon. I started Koi, you know, slow play. You all right? Yeah. How you feeling? Turned into phone calls, FaceTime. FaceTime yep. And then it was like, give it a shot. Um, I'm going to come to Oregon. And she was down. I was down. Let's see how it goes. No phones, nothing. Uh, but it was like, you know, a month away. So it's like, all right, do I tell my family? Like, so I did. I told my family. They were like, what? I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to fly out there. And my family's very traditional. You know, just, just us sleeping in the same cabin would be like, mm, I don't know about that. But I'm like, dude, I want to, I want to give it a shot to say that I did to say that. All right. Doors closed. Nothing's there. Now I can, uh, you know, be a dickhead and hop around LA and do all this stuff. Not what I was going for, obviously, but I just want to make sure the doors are closed. So I flew out to Oregon. We spent the week there. It was amazing. It was cool. And then I asked her to date me. I was like, will you be my girlfriend in the hot tub? You know, I did it on the 15th. So I wouldn't forget July 15th because my birthday is November 15th. So I was like, I'll never forget that. So I waited. Make those dates easy. Make those dates easy. Yeah, make those dates easy. (laughs) But looking back on it all, I like I said, it's all been cool. It's been crazy. I I I wish there were some things where I was like, I wish I would have just stayed, like, just not branched out too much left or right, and I could have just stayed like this for everything. But that's not realistic. Uh, So obviously, like, there are other things where I'm like, you'll see me on Reddit you know, at a bar getting lit. And I'm like, ah, probably not the best look or, you know, no one made out with a girl. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to pursue this with Abby and make it work. These things aren't good. I either need to quit lying to myself and only like live it up or only, you know, go the opposite direction, which is give it a shot with this chick. But I can't, I can't do both. Like there's, they, they're counterintuitive. Sometimes but every dude, dude, if you get that, cheap, bro. dude, if you, anyone, especially guys, you go on a TV show and you just get all this stuff dumped in your lap. If you want it or you don't want it, it's there. Mm-hmm. You'll have strangers talk to you. You'll have opportunities. You'll have girls from all over that just want the clout pretty much or some Instagram models or something. It's like, 
it's a lot. It's hard to navigate, but you got to just think about what, what you want at the end of it. And then you move to the best city in California. And what happens there? California was cool. We actually oh, started Diego, in Huntington. Baby, I know we ended in San Diego, oh, okay, which is okay. how I always wanted it. We were in Huntington first. I was doing nursing, uh, my old hospital. Then we were in LA, but we stayed by the beach. El Segundo, which is cool little sleepy town below the airport. Lived it up in LA, had a blast, did the events, you know, a lot of podcasts, just had a good, good time. And then went to San Diego, ended in San Diego. Cause our goal was to move back to Oklahoma. That was like, mm. I'm going to buy a house. You're going to buy a house. We're going to get married. We're going to start doing this. This, this will be our thing. That's what we talked about. So live it up in San Diego, the best city in the world. And I turned into a bum. Uh, loved it. You know, my hair was past my short, yeah. like past my uh, scapula, like down middle of my back. Uh, it was the best. It was incredible. But I was like, I wasn't really nursing. I picked up a few contract or a few shifts, but not a lot. I was like, it was kind of the closing chapter of I, I boil going on the bachelor bachelor in paradise, living in California for two years. That was like the chapter of the, the benefits of going on the show, if you will, you know, all the opportunity, everything. And then it was like, all right, we're going to close this chapter. We're going to live it up. We're going to travel around for two years, which we did close the chapter and settle down, which now that's where we're at. But we're, you know, we bought the house, we got the dog, we got engaged, we're renovating it. We're doing all those things. So it's been a lot, but it's the settle down stage where I'm like, all right, now we're going to get married, how we want to get married. Could be big, could be small, could be in our backyard. And we can have this close group of friends and you know, she's got a lot of friends cause she used to sneak out here when we weren't allowed to be seen. Mm-hmm. And my family's here might convince her family to move here. But now it's like that chapter in California, it was sick. Loved every minute of it. I turned a bit into a bum, probably gained, gained a little bit of weight, you know, but it was awesome. And now the next chapter is like, all right, now what are we doing? Cause now this chapter is, we'll be married, you know, now it's like, what are we doing together? Whereas yeah. before it was like that sweet dating stage. I'm still doing my own thing. She's doing her thing. Now it's like, all right, what are we going to do together? Which is cool. It's exciting. I've never been in this point in my life, but I think it'll be dope. <laughs> so, so your goal, let's, let's be, let's make it clear for everybody that's listening. Your, your goal is not to, to move out of Oklahoma anymore. Huh? So We're locked in. It's okay. a home base. Dude, I now love it here. Hey, you'll, can... hey, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll have to be a Josh Giddy fan of the NBA. Yeah, are you all no, he probably has no idea or? about that, so don't even. Uh, I heard about the giddy on the golf course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have my questions. I have my questions. Yeah, Did she yeah. say you're, she was are you, young? Are you a yeah, are, yeah, are you a Thunder fan? Yeah, you gotta be a Thunder fan though, no? Dude, Thunder is like. I think back when we had the rawest team, we got Harden as a six man because we're so stacked and we couldn't win championship. Now we're looking clean again. Uh, I haven't been to a game in a little while, but Thunder games are electric. It's so yeah. loud. It's Oklahoma. We don't have professional sports teams. I was going to say, that's the best, best fan base in, yeah, in the so NBA. Good. Dude, sure. it's so loud. It's nuts. Everyone's it's lit. Ruckus. It's a great it's time. Like a, it's like a college. It's, it's college. Yeah. It's all over again. Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've always – I mean, I've always loved Tulsa. I've always wanted to come back and actually be able to have a part of it, be invested, make my own money, business, help where I can, stuff like that. 
I, in, in California, I wanted the same, but it just wasn't feasible. Yeah. You know, I can't hey, buy quick, five quick houses. question though. How, how far are you away um, from where you grew up now that where you're living now? Are you like 15 minutes? 15, that's what you're saying. Well, that's My what parents you say. are still Everything's at that house. 15 minutes away by it. My parents, we just had uh, Thanksgiving at that house. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite dish? Yeah, true story. Dude, my <laughs> twin and I did a water fast for the two days leading up to Thanksgiving for an ungodly. So my twin looks like a Greek god. He's like shredded up. He works out. Obviously, I don't, but. Um, <laughs> I'm a healthy baby. Uh, he had me do a water fast, so everything tasted like God himself made the food because it was yeah. the first food or anything I had in like two days. But uh, smoked turkey leg, eat it off the bone, maybe nibble the part of the bone if I'm feeling crazy. Yeah, there you go. You got to finish it off. <laughs> I was, dude, I like the dressing, bro. See, I'm, I'm oh, not yeah, a you, big You drown. Hey, listen. No, drown not a dressing and gravy. <laughs> no, you don't like drown it. I like dressing. Yeah, it was and fire, dude. I'm just not a big dressing fan. It just it's so good. Though, because I like to cook. Let's. I mean, it's a tangent, but I like to cook and the process of making uh, dressing or stuffing, however you want to yeah. pronounce it, depending on where you are. I mean, I wish you guys could it's see. It's just not it. it. It's not it. It's dry this bread. kitchen. How it turned out. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. Is we've been eating out for like doing brand deals, literally for the sake of eating something that's not in a box. Yeah. Now we finally have a kitchen. We're making this place badass. We're big chefs. So that's my favorite part of being back is yeah, just cooking. cooking yeah. yeah. I love that. I, I, I want to eat my own food. Are you yeah. still doing travel nursing, I'm guessing? Or are you doing uh, I'm going to try to stay place? local. I'll, I'll try to yeah, stay local yeah. or pick. I've only been back a few months and I've been super yeah. tired and the, yeah. the rates are still low. Uh, that's the beauty of travel nursing. You can kind of pick up whenever. Right. But I'm, I'm going to try not to leave. I'm going to – this sounds crazy. Here's my next – what I want to do, I want to slowly transition out of nursing and um, just pick up just just for the enjoyment, keep my skills and the money's still good. Just pick up one or two a year and the rest is going to kind of be transitioning out of it. Also, then with that, what else is your your, your next big goal? Are you are you trying to move solely into renovations? Do you have another path in terms of a career quote unquote or what's what's the big plan right now that's what i meant to touch in in san diego is i had money i didn't have to work there gets a point when you do whatever you want that you're like all right i'm getting bored like yeah. i'm not a gym rat i'm not going to work out every day that's what most people do when they're bored uh so i'm always doing a project our big is i want to yeah fully transition into house renos um i haven't posted a single uh, Instagram video on it. That's supposed to be our bread and butter, it, but slowly transition to where we have our own business. That is just getting one or two houses a year that I'm doing the work on. We're posting content for it. And then, you know, five years, I'm like, sweet. I got 20 houses that are all making mailbox money. I can pick up a nursing contract when I want, uh, hopefully start a service industry, some sort of business in that meantime. But if not, you know, it's kind of like I'm not tied to having to post like the stuff I post about on social media, stuff I enjoy doing, which is house reno, fitness, health, lifestyle, stuff like that. The nursing I pick up, you know, a couple times, but I'm not forced to have to work or have to post. 
Am I mistaken that you have a YouTube channel or is is that something? I don't, I dude. I need okay. to plug that up here. I need to. Listen, I just somebody, I think somebody else dope. is out there. Dope. Somebody else is out there like repurposing your content. Oh, I think really? on YouTube. Then. Really? Dude, I think so. Because I saw you off of me. Yeah, I saw something on YouTube. I didn't know if it was you or not. So I I had to ask. So well, that's, that's, that's no, a plug. I'm you, going you to. Have to. I, People I, love I had an epiphany the other day. I got this fireplace that I sit by every night. I had an epiphany, sipping whiskey. I said, what if I treated my content and social media like a normal job? Yeah. I dedicated hours, a few, few hours a day, just like I used to do with stocks. You know, you wake up early, you work for four hours, three hours, and you're done. You sell, you get out. What if I did that? So I had this epiphany. I said, Abby, six months, banging it out. She's like, what do you think I've been doing the last two years? So, YouTube, hey, YouTube, uh, hey, there's some channels out there that are really good, just like day by day of like progress on renovations, especially. Yeah. That's like, dude, I, I watch them. I love watching these. Dude, I watch them. I watch it for hours every night. It's just, it's hard for me to flip that switch of like, all right, because the social media is, it's a weird thing. I mean, podcasts, I want to do podcasts too. It's like, I'm, the biggest thing I'm working on is consolidating what I'm actually doing. Right. So that's my like number one thing to work on. Cause I want to do it all. Dude, before I'm working we, uh, on, go ahead, working go on ahead, the content. No, no, you're good. I'm just, all I was going to say is I'm excited. We're working into, you know, the housing, a lot of the content I'm going to be posting is stuff I love, you know, and I enjoy working with these hands. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm excited good for that, old, but we'll old, see, dude. Old. I think it's, Good old country boy out Good here. I country. love that. Yeah. Boy, these podcasts are funny to me because, you know, we're all in our late 20s, mid-20s, whatever. And it's like you're asking me what's that drive or why are you successful? We both know we're all just trying to figure it out. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, I got it all figured out. Come to me for questions. Nah, dude, I'm trying to figure it out too. I just know what works for me and I know what I like to do and I'm trying to stick with it. Well, that's gonna that's gonna kill you on our last question we got for you because we, we, we before <laughs> before we get into that, I am curious about what is something that maybe not a lot of people know about you that uh, you and Abby do together, or maybe it's just your own thing, or maybe you guys, or maybe something that she taught you that you it's kind of embarrassing. Like you got anything? I don't know. This could go a million different ways. Yeah, give us a couple, dude. You talking about new positions or what? Yeah, it could be anything, brother. We're, we're single dudes. Um, one of my things that I like to do for some odd reason is, and I normally drink or I don't know, it depends, but I like to just hop on my little old Razor scooter that I have or rollerblades, oh, yeah. yeah. put in my AirPods. And half the time I'm a little tipsy. If you guys see me around the neighborhood yeah. and I just Watch scooter, out. I just scooter or I rollerblade around for uh -huh. by myself. Abby thinks it's weird. I'll do it for like an hour. It's just like, I'm just vibing. I'm chilling. Try not to hit a street sign. That's probably one weird thing. And I, it's consistent. It's like my bread and butter right now. We got those lime scooters in Nashville. I don't know if you guys have them. No, I'm talking about the pump and crank. You got no brakes oh, going down a hill. Yeah. You oh. have to push the back of the back of the, oh, you yeah, know, back of the wheel Pucker up and, and hope you don't, you know, hope you don't hit it. Get a little, get a little drift in action. Back enough. wheels. You remember the ripstick? Also, I'm also, uh, dude, ripstick is how you learn snowboarding for anyone wondering. I've never done snowboarding, but I used to, you're a big snowboarder. I'm the ripstick. I was good at ripstick. But that's what the other I, thing I like to do is, uh, you used to learn that the ripstick is I get the, I, get I like in, to I walk outside. Yeah. Walk outside. 
I walk outside to my turf, the ground a little bit in the backyard, like a hippie. And I just lay there with my coffee and get the sunlight. Dude, and Abby will come out and think I'm dead. Dude, it's how I start the day. It's incredible. Can we, uh, side note to that, but can we get him to, to do the whole skiing slash snowboarding? Because I love it. And, and he's, he's never, never been. been. And I know homie he, looks like homie looks like a pothead snowboarder. I don't know why he's. That's not. what I'm saying, though. That he, I, yeah, that's I'm, growing, his, I'm growing the I'm growing the I'm growing the lettuce out. That's his lifestyle. <laughs> he just hasn't yeah, learned it yet. Clean. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it. dude, you got to. There's. I think everyone asks me, "What do you like better, the beach or the mountains?" I'm a beach bum. I love the beach. You know, but dude, there's something about the mountains. You snowboard. You're drinking whiskey, or if people smoke, or whatever you want to do. You're up there with the boys. Then you he end looks, it with the hot tub. Definition look, though. That's, yeah, I you're spot you on. I got my lettuce container on, bro. I'm ready to go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we'll Ripstick was long. the move. All right, we'll Ripstick was the, the move stick. for snowboard. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need him to shred it up with me out know, out in Colorado or something. Dude, fun. I'm always pushing people to snowboard. Yeah, well, it's, it's, so fun. it's the best thing in the world. Freedom, real freedom. You guys got any other last minute questions for me while I'm hot and juicy? I yeah. forgot I even poured this whiskey. Yeah. We'll end yeah. it with one. We'll end it with one that we always end it with, with all of our guests. No herb, nerb, herb ski. Appreciate you hopping on the man to man podcast. Man to man, what is thy key to success? Man to man. All right. So the engaged Noah would say find a lady that you can do life with, that you can help push each other. But I'm still figuring that out myself. Um, yep. So for the man to man is. I feel like dudes specifically, but people in general don't spend enough time just sitting and thinking about what they want, thinking about how they feel, thinking about what the day was like. Man to man, my number one uh, suggestion for everybody, myself included, is spend that time to think about what do I actually like to do? Like, not like what I think is fun, but what is something that gets me excited? For me right now, it's nursing and, and building stuff. You know, I like to design stuff, build it, and I think it's dope. And it's exhausting, but at the end of it, you're like, that was cool, and I enjoy it. But I would have never known that that's something that I like to do unless I sat there and was like, what gives me enjoyment? Like, F everybody. You know, everyone can F off. That's like my line, apparently, these days, just F off. Everyone can F off, but what do I like to do? What do I want to do? Can I make money off of it, or will it give me enjoyment? And uh, spend the time to figure out what that is. Well, and it changes. That's the, that's the thing. It changes. But if you never have those, those occasional check-ins, you just, you'll just do what you're always doing, have fun, and everything just kind of blends together. I love it. I, I was love going to say, I I, just going off that, yeah, who cares what people think that you're doing because we're all at that age too, you know? Everyone, like, it doesn't matter. You take one year off, no one's thinking about what you're up to. Dude, we're all old now, and we realize that when we were younger, everyone that we thought had it all figured it out, they were lying. Yeah. We were like our brothers or our friends. We all had those older friends. We were like, oh, you know, when they, they were 23 or something, we were 17. We we're like, this dude's a boss. He's got to figure it out. I'm getting older. I realize nobody's got to figure it out. Nobody, everyone's just trying to figure it out. And, and let that good little baby Lord shine in, baby. No urban. Hey, listen, I, I listen, I, I'm not even going to deny that. And the older I get, too, I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, for me, I believe if I die, it'll be me and God, right? 
but at the end of the day, it's still me. Like I go to bed, it's just me. You know, mm-hmm. if I die, it's me. I'm not dying with anybody. So love the ones you are with and uh, make the most of it while you're here. But it's you, come, buddy. Come come 29, at least for me, dude. Uh, and you hoop soon. I guess hopefully we'll be engaged, renovating homes. And uh, you, uh, Daddy Herb will be uh, Daddy Herb. No, I hope yeah. not. Once, once, and then you tell me, every time you come to Nashville, we, you know, you yeah, got to take us out. I'll hit you guys up. I got a long yeah. list of places I want to go with Abby. Nashville would be, it's close. It's an easy flight. Yeah. That'd be a good quickie. Yeah. But appreciate you guys having me on the pod. I think it's a good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, I, think cool. I think dudes, I think dudes, I love, that's what I was going to say. I think dudes and moving back, you know, I've been gone for six years. I've got all these friends that I haven't seen in forever. They know me from high school, college. I know them from whatever. We're trying to surround ourselves with people that are like-minded that are pushing you, especially dudes. I think it's cool. You guys are doing this podcast. I think it's important. And yeah, I think man to man, uh, we just gotta, you know, everybody can F off, (laughs) love the ones by you, but keep pushing each other. I think it's cool. Appreciate you being part of our uh, season four resume, brother. You're a big help for us. And, and Lock it in, baby. And, yeah, yeah, dude. We'll, we'll talk to you soon then, all right? Yeah, stay in contact. Thanks, brother.